0: Hallelujah, amen. Um, about 4.30, 5.30 in the morning, I got up and I heard a shofar blast. Um, so loud that it literally woke me up. And um, woke, woke Pastor Christine and I up. We woke up and looked out out of our hotel over Fort Worth and, and uh, just heard it so clear. I went downstairs and got dressed and went across the street to a bakery to get some coffee and I asked the owner because they are up early making bread, and I said, did you hear a horn? He says, no. Uh, then the pastor started coming in. I asked him uh, they stayed in our hotel. I said, did you guys hear any show says, No. So all day long, he just, just kind of was gnawing at me. I needed to find out. So uh, we walked to a restaurant at lunchtime next to the hotel, asked the hotel if they heard it. Just kept asking people. No one heard it, just me and my wife. But I'll never forget that sound. That sound definitely came from heaven because it, it really ministered to me. That day, the Lord showed us many profound things in the word. And then many supernatural signs were happening to us that day. And so I have never forgotten. Say it with me, sound from heaven. And so what I want to today talk to you. Uh, and, of course, Pentecost is coming up at the end of this uh, the next Sunday. So we're going to celebrate the uh, day of Pentecost the anniversary of it, but I want you to go with me to the book of Acts. And in the book of Acts, we find where the Lord released the powerful move of the Holy Ghost. So I want to title this the day, a day, the day, a sound of heaven came to the church. A day or the day a sound of heaven came into the church, because this is what happened. It was into the church that it came. It's quite interesting that they were in the church. So uh, I really, now this is my belief. I really believe Jesus Christ is gonna come when we're in the church. I really do the day of worship because it's gonna be such a solemn day that we're going to be seeing Jesus. Now, notice this. when I heard the blast of that trumpet or that so far, I'll never forget it. To this day, I still hear. It. I I literally thought the Lord came, but the thing about that was we're going we're getting ready to leave. We're getting ready to leave, but I know that that sound was a sound to remind me to stir me of his coming, to know this is going to be like that. What what was I doing? I was sound asleep. Pastor Christine and I both, we jumped up at the same time and jumped out of bed and opened the window to look out. And it was such a beautiful sound. The sound resonated all around the city of Fort Worth, just around, just around. So powerful. It was a shofar. I've heard the shofars before. And so it was definitely a shofar that was blowing. But the beautiful thing about that, I found it in scripture and it says, chapter two, I want you to see this. Put your beautiful eyes on this. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, and when the day of Pentecost, that means 50th, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were in one accord in one place. Now notice as the author, Luke had to put this in writing in one accord and in one place, meaning unified altogether together in one house. So this is, this is really uh, 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 kind of letting us know how it's going to be when a suddenly happens. See, suddenly happen when you're in agreement and then you're in one heart with God. Suddenly it's happened. Pastor Christine was healed totally of cancer. Why? Because she was in agreement with the word and in agreement. Of course, I was in agreement with her, but she was totally in agreement with the word. And she was in that place of anointing where the anointing just came and flooded her. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is the way the spirit of God moves in that place of prepared for you that anointed one how many people don't want to talk about when you're in worship you know that that's a rightful place you could sense the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You can sense the move of God. If that. It doesn't matter where you are. You can be driving at work wherever you are, but it's that moment that I want to call divine that the suddenlies happen. Hallelujah. Amen. There's something about a miracle that happens when those suddenlies take through or make a breakthrough. Amen. So the Bible says this, and suddenly uh, there came a Sound from heaven. So I want you to underline this. If you don't have it, underline sound from heaven. Sound from heaven. As of a rushing mighty wind. So in other words, it was as, as means a representation of some, a sound that came from heaven. And it was a representation that it sounded like a mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. So again, in the house, worshiping, hearing a message, hallelujah, amen. i like to know who was preaching. Amen. Hallelujah. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues uh, uh, at like as a fire, like. So we do know it was fire, but it was like, it was like that it cloven tongues that sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost and began, began meaning after the infilling. So in other words, the spirit of God comes and then you have the suddenlies and then you have the manifestations of it. Huh? And they began to speak into the tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them the words to say, or it was a sound from heaven. It all originated from the sound of heaven. Amen. Isn't that beautiful? The sound of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice this. Listen to what it says in the American Standard Version. I have it here. And suddenly there came from heaven a sound as of the rushing of a mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. So again, we see there came from heaven a sound. Say me, from heaven came a sound. Amen. Now look at another translation, this is called the passion translation. Suddenly they heard the sound of a violent blast of wind rushing into the house from out of the heavenly realm. So again, specifically heaven, the roar of the wind was so overpowering, it was all anyone could bear. Wow, I want you to think about that. Now, this is where it really gets exciting now, the Jewish translation. Pastor Christine loves the Jewish translation because it comes from the root of Hebrew. But notice what it says here. This is powerful. And there was, and there was minimal. Now, that's a Jewish word, minimal. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but nevertheless, it's Oklahoman, amen. There was a minimal, which means suddenly. Minimal is the word suddenly, but it is a powerful working of a suddenly that happens. Now, now I want you to think about it. Have you ever experienced a suddenly like that? That's so powerful? Have you ever experienced something that's so supernatural? Something that was so that you can say, that was God. Come on, church. Amen. Now notice this, I believe in these days that we're living, we're gonna start experiencing these things before Jesus Christ comes. Because, see, he wants the church to be aware of his presence, not only of faith, in faith, but in full manifestation of this power. Now, last night I was telling Pastor Christine, uh, it, it's, I was preaching to her, really. Uh, she usually gets the first sermon. But I was telling her, honey, the power that those people felt, besides hearing it, had to be something tremendous. If I was in Jerusalem... Minding my business or being in the market, buying some uh, roasted corn with some jalapeno peppers. Amen. Now, I would have heard this sound. I would have heard it because it, it shows us that they all came to where they were. So they all experienced that sound. I want you to think about it. I like to know the people that were out of town, what they experienced. See, we, we only minimize our focus on what happened in that upper room, but I want you to think about what happened outside that room or in that city of millions of people that were coming for the day of Pentecost. Something, something happened. It had to be like a hydrogen bomb that literally caused them to realize something happened. There was, it sounded like a wind. Think about all the dust that is stirred up. Think about just imagine, think about the, the pigeons that were flying wild, the birds that were just moving around, the camels uh, in the, every, everything in that city. What took place? Come on, I, I want you to just imagine with me that special morning. Hallelujah, amen. Now, how about if you were in the church sitting like you're sitting now listening to whoever that was preaching? Could have been Mary, the mother of Jesus, could have been Magdalene, could have been James. Could have been Peter. You see what I'm saying? But, but, but think about the magnitude of that power that the suddenly came and then the fire of God fell and then boom, everybody's baptized in the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongues, speaking in different languages. I don't know about you, but I think we've experienced the gradual moves of God coming in and you can sense the awning, but I, I'm talking about a supernatural power that hits that church without you ever recognizing that is coming and it just catches you in that moment. Oh God, come on, are you excited about that? Hallelujah. Now, let me, let me read this because I'm getting excited. I'm telling you, I got excited about this. Now, let me read to you from the Jewish Bible. Amen. It says, And there was a midimal from, I got to put my glasses on just to see, just to read this. Shomayim. Now, I don't know what that means, but there's a Jewish word for sound. Shomayim. A sound, oh, excuse me, Shemayan means heavenlies. Shemayan, a sound like the rushing of a violent wind and it filled the house, bias where they were sitting. Let's go back to that word shamayim So I wanted to find out why the Jewish call that sound from heaven Shemayim. Say it with me, Shemayim. Shemayim. Say it again, Shemayim. You're learning a Greek word. Uh, you're learning a Hebrew word right now, shamayim. That word literally means heavens, which means it's a plural. Heavens. So the Jewish people believe in three types of heavens. Now, notice this. Number one, it, it, it's in three parts, which is biblical, their biblical cosm- cosmology. But notice this they believe in the Uret. Say with me, Uret. Are you with me, church? eret, which means the earth. That means that on the earth, there is a heaven. Then they believe in a dwelling place where God is and where the heavenly beings are, where the angels come from. So that is the Shemayam. And then they believe in the, in the Sheol, Sheol, which is hell. It's a realm of the dead. So in other words, the realm of God and the angels, the realm of the living, where you and I are, and the realm of the dead, which is hell. Are you with me, church? But now notice this. They're saying now that this sound did not come from the sound of the earth, of the living. It didn't come from the, the sound of the under the earth. It came from where God's at. So in other words, it was a heavenly Shemaian that came from where God is at. So in other words, directly from heaven, came the baptism of the holy spirit and that's what you and i now are speaking in tongues from hallelujah come on church amen a heavenly language come on hallelujah amen so if they ask you how many languages do you speak you ought to say, I, I, I just don't know. I speak many languages, hallelujah, amen. My, 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 one of my languages is English, which that's very limited, but, but I speak a lot of languages, and I know a lot of them a Lot of them are part of Shambayin, which come from heaven, hallelujah, amen. You have a heavenly language, hallelujah, amen. And I love it when you and I pray in tongues. We're praying a language from heaven. And so that, my friend, had to be a powerful move of God that came upon the earth. Now go with me quickly to... Second uh, Colossians, hallelujah, amen. Now, notice what it says in Second Colossians. talking about a sound from heaven. Are you with me, church? Hallelujah. Amen. Tell your neighbor, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm going to speak Shemayan, hallelujah, Shemayan, hallelujah, amen. Praise God, hallelujah. See, we limit ourselves. And they say English is very, uh, it's uh, so dry and so limited. You know, I like to say to my wife, uh, te amo mi amor. And she's, oh, that's so beautiful. But, but I tell her, I love you, my dear. It doesn't sound as powerful and, and romantic. But when I say, te, te amo mi amor, she says, oh, that's romantic. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. She says, where's the chocolate roses? Ah, that's the far you're going. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. That's as far as you're getting for right now. Amen. First Col- uh, uh, Colossians, the first chapter. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm excited, church, because we're, we are celebrating uh, this, this whole month. Uh, The Pentecost, the arrival of Pentecost. Pentecost is going to come next Sunday, hallelujah. And that's the anniversary of the power of God that came from heaven to earth. Hallelujah, amen. And so in Colossians, the first chapter, are you there? Colossians, the first chapter, verses three. Hallelujah, amen. Now notice this. uh, Paul speaking to the church of Colossian. Paul didn't experience the the death of jesus and the resurrection but he got to experience the presence of jesus when he was taught by jesus himself and the bible says we give thanks to god and to the father of our lord jesus christ praying always for you oh hallelujah amen praying always for you comma since we heard of your faith in jesus christ and of the love which you have uh, which ye have to all the saints for the hope, now here it is right here, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven, remember, hope in heaven, whereof you have heard. Now notice this, where you have heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel. Now notice this, why did he say, whereof you have heard, and this is heavenly words. Now, now look, at, look at this again. Paul is saying, I, I which is come unto you, or for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. Now, this is our home. Our home is heaven. Our hope is heaven. And this is where we're going, church. I can't wait for that day. I- I'm telling you, we ought to talk about it. We ought to tell our children, we ought to talk about heaven all the time. Heaven, heaven, heaven bound. We're heaven bound. Hallelujah. Amen. Heaven bound. Now, for the hope which is laid up for you in heaven. Thank God for we have a hope. Whereof ye have heard before the word. Where have you have heard before in the word of the truth of the gospel, which is the word of God, which has come unto you. Um, it, it, it says, where has come unto you. Unto you. Say with me, has come unto me. Hallelujah. Amen. So in other words, if I look at this and take this word and say, Father, the whole which is I have, which is the word of God that speaks to me, that was laid up in heaven. Now, just, just bear with me for a moment. Where did this word come from in heaven? You're getting heavenly words from your Bible. Everything that you're reading, it, it, yes, man interpreted by the Holy Ghost, full of the Holy Ghost, but originated, came from God. So, in other words, what, what you're hearing and what you're reading are heavenly words. So in other words, when you and I hear the word of the Lord and you're hearing the word of God, you're hearing from heaven directly. Hallelujah. Amen. So in other words, when God speaks to you, they're heavenly words. Oh, come on, my friends. Uh, encourage. Get, get encouraged. Let God speak to you more. Say, tell, tell the Lord, Lord, speak to me. Speak to me more heavenly words. Speak to me more. Now, notice this. He will only speak to you through the word and what you know of the word. There's times that the Lord will tell me something. He'll give me a scripture. Thank you, Lord, that scripture. I, I, I don't know where it's found, but I, I know that scripture. I know that scripture. That's the way he'll speak to you. Hallelujah. Amen. He'll tell you things. Hallelujah. Amen. And I love that. So, so in other words, where you have heard, so the sound of heaven is always a sound of faith. Come on, church. The sound of heaven, and we sang it, 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 it is the sound of love, which is God. Hallelujah. Amen. The sound from heaven is the hope of the heavenly realm. We have a hope. I'm talking to you about a hope of heaven. That's a sound from heaven. Amen. Amen. Are y'all excited about that? I want you to think about this for a moment. Satan knows his future. So when you speak the word of God, you're bringing him heavenly words that is reminding him of his future, which he knows God cannot lie. So in other words, if you use the word against the enemy, it's the word of truth, and the word of truth cannot lie, therefore it is a powerful word, and it's coming from heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, church. Amen. Hallelujah. So in other words, it's powerful. Now notice what it says here. Uh, go with me to uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 13. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice what it says here. Praise God. So in other words, everything that we get from heaven uh, is, is, is words of truth. And it's to the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You're receiving the word of God now. Every song we sang is, is purely from the word of God. So those are heavenly songs. Think about Jesus enjoying the songs you're singing. Hallelujah. Amen. He doesn't, in song, he doesn't enjoy those songs. I drove my truck and the railroad track hit it. And, and I left my wife. And, and I'm drinking booze going down the highway. Now those ain't heavenly words. Those are devil words. Come on church. Amen. And every time you hear those worldly words. It's so dumb. When I hear... Songs like that, it is so dumb. Now, there's a song I heard the other day, taking out my chainsaw, going to cut the tree down. I said, now, that's a song, but that's not a heavenly song. That's about cutting down a tree, hallelujah, amen. And I heard another country song, uh, getting some fish fry and getting ready for church. I said, I got to hear this song. I'm going to have fish fry after church. I said, now, that's a heavenly song, having some fish after church, hallelujah, amen. Come on, church. See, these are the things that we've got to be careful with. What you're hearing, what are you saying? Are they heavenly words? Are they coming from heaven or are they coming from? Hell, come on, church. Amen. First Corinthians the thirteenth chapter, verses (laughs) thirteen. Hallelujah. Amen. The see the reason I say I really enjoy country songs, but there's a lot of dumb songs out there. Amen. I said, I turn it off, Amen. I turn on. I was listening to Caleb the other day, and there's a song they say, I'm so confused. I said that's not from heaven. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Give me a song that says I have the hope of Jesus. Come on. The blood of Jesus. Those are heavenly songs. Amen. First Corinthians 13, 13. The Bible says, and now about faith, hope, and charity, love. These three, but the greatest of these is altogether charity. The greatest of, of all these three, which is faith and hope. Now, remember, our hope is in heaven. It, it takes faith to please God. We have to operate by faith. But what's more powerful than all that is the love of God. Now, where does that love come from altogether? comes from heaven. Have you ever saw the love? Have you ever? I mean, just the other day I saw on Facebook, uh, somebody got a bonus from work. And went out and bought a lot of food and gave it to the needy people. Now, when I looked at that, I says, and this is a young man, probably 20 years old. I mean, 20 years old, giving all his bonus and buying food. And I thought about it. And I noticed how's that possible? And the Holy Spirit says really quickly when I said, how's that possible? Being a young boy, being a young boy. And I can understand somebody older, but a young boy that needs every dollar. And I heard the Holy Spirit said, the love of God. And I said, "That's the love from heaven on that boy." I mean, in the natural, who would do all of that? And we're hearing love stories like this all during this pandemic situation. We're hearing love of God being the shred abroad. You know, the, the dams that broke down, the dams that broke in in uh, in, uh, in uh, what was it in? Um, help me out, uh, uh, Michigan, Michigan. Uh, all of a sudden, we saw um, we saw convoy of hope. Samaritan purse, take immediately before the FEMA, before any governmental aid, immediately loaded up semi-trucks and took them to a pastor that that you hear a lot, uh, Mark Barclay. Mark Barclay, we see him a lot. They took it to his parking lot. And from his parking lot, he said that his church is fine, his home is fine, but a lot of his members, uh, they had to leave their homes. A lot of their homes got washed away. But the thing about that was, I immediately saw the love of God on people that was willing to distribute. Now, I mean, t- listen, listen, immediately, immediately, the, the, one of the largest barbecue Baptist organization that immediately goes and sets up kitchens, they set up kitchens here, immediately went to this church property and set up these 18-wheelers and they're barbecuing all night and all day for these people. Uh, what's going on? The love of God is shed abroad and where does it come from heaven isn't that God isn't that God coming from heaven hallelujah now I want you to see some so so in other words if it's coming from heaven that means heaven to me is so real It is so real. It is full of life. It's our future. If you're tasting heaven now through these situations and it's all coming from heaven and you're seeing now testimonies of people shedding the love of God, where's it come from altogether? Coming from heaven. And so that means that's where you and I are going, where it's real. Hallelujah. Heaven is so real. We should be Talking about it. We should be preaching about it. We should be encouraging others about the reality of heaven. Say with me, Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, notice this the day's coming, church, and we're going to see something, but we can sure believe it. Go with me to Revelation 21. People say, Oh, brother, I don't like getting revelation. It scares me. Then you don't have the love of God. Oh, well, I don't understand revelation. It just doesn't seem so real. You just don't have the love of God. Because the love of God just causes you to wake up to reality. Hallelujah, amen. So we have a promise in Revelations 21. Are you with me, church? Hallelujah, amen. Revelations, Revelations, Revelations 21. Listen to what it says. And let's read verse 1. And I, John, saw a new heaven Hmm. (laughs) and a new earth. Folks, get ready. For the first heaven and the first earth were passed away. That's that that heavenly realm that we're talking about, the earthly realm. That's going to be passed away. Now, the one that's going to remain solid is the heavenly realm, and the one that's going to remain solid is the underneath heaven, which we call hell. Now, that's going to be real. Two place is going to be real. Amen? Notice this. And I saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth were passed away, and there was no more sea. And I, John, saw the holy city. Oh, Jesus, the holy city, the new Jerusalem coming down from God altogether out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband, Jesus, hallelujah, amen, and I heard a great voice altogether out of heaven saying, so this is not the devil, this is not angels, this is not a human being, this is God, God's spirit here, and I heard God speak out of heaven saying, behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, neuter gender, mankind, and he will dwell with them and they shall be his people and God himself shall be with them and be their God. Let's keep reading. And God And God shall wipe away all their tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall be there no more pain, for the former things are passed away. Come on, church. Now, notice this. This is what God is saying out of heaven to you now so in other words look forward to where heaven is look forward to what heaven has heaven it tells me there's there's no more death the sound of heaven brings no more death no more sorrow no more crying no more pain come on church come on hallelujah I woke up this morning I said Jesus I thank you I'm renewed I felt the pain I never felt before and I said bone you get lined up in the name of Jesus bones get lined up hallelujah and there's no more pain like that hallelujah come on amen no more pain hallelujah no more sorrow no more worry no more death no more sickness no more disease no more trying to figure out all the things that you're so concerned about this is coming from heaven hallelujah amen are are you saying are y'all okay hallelujah so the sound of heaven is what we're going to celebrate coming in the day of pentecost so in other words pentecost is Brought to us a a sound on that anniversary, a sound, and it came from heaven. But this sound filled everybody with the voice of God. This sound filled everybody with a supernatural tongue that man cannot understand unless it's interpreted by the Holy Ghost. Demons and devils don't know what you're saying unless you you herald it by the voice, uh, your natural voice. So in other words, that's the sound that we're, we're going to experience even more. Hallelujah. Amen. How many people are hearing the sound of heaven now? Amen. Come on. Amen. Amen. The sound of heaven. It's a heavenly sound and it's a beautiful sound. Come on, church. A beautiful sound. Say with me, it's a beautiful sound. A beautiful sound. Now, Let's go to Isaiah 61 and find out where man was and some are still, but not the church. Not the church. Thank God that we're delivered. Thank God that I'm saved. Thank God that I'm speaking to saved folks. Thank God that we're going to see each other in heaven. Tell your neighbor, I'm going to see you in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to see you in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice this. Now, now, the one that you can't say that to, you need to pray. If you, can't, if you can't say, I, I'm not going to see him, that person in heaven, then that means you, you have to pray for that person. Come on, church. Amen. Now, notice this. The Bible says the fruit, you shall know them by their fruit. So it's the fruit. You got a person cursing, cursing, drinking, a cursing, a person not worshiping God. Then you know the fruit is not good. So their chances are very narrow. They, they and They could give their life to Jesus on their deathbed. They can give, I, I know many people. We were talking about the, across the street, every time I walk up the stairs, I, I see those beautiful flowers there, those fake flowers. They look so real. I thought they were real when I got them. I said, I, he, uh, what's the name? He said, you can have these. I imagine these flowers would be a great honor for, what's her name? Christian, Christine? Uh, Christine. And I said, well, thank you. These are beautiful flowers. And, and, and Christine says, they're not real. I said, oh, Christine, they're not real. Oh, man, they're they look real to me. So every time I climb the steps, I think about that young lady. But listen to this. That young lady and her husband, uh, they lived a, a hard life, a life that was tearing them up, dying, where they were dying, literally, physically, until one day we moved into this place. One day I got to meet her. One day I got to visit her. One day I got to pray for her. And then I got to lead her to the Lord on her deathbed. Amen. Now, she's in heaven. Now, I'm still praying for her, for, for her boyfriend uh, um, what's his name? Uh Kenny which had to move away but he knows the Lord he knows the Lord he just needs to serve the Lord but but I was telling Pastor Christina every time I see those flowers I think she's in heaven rejoicing and she's so grateful she's so grateful that she's in a better place there's no more pain there's no more there's no more disease there's no more worry oh gosh she's in heaven and I thank God so what happened the day that we went to visit the hospital it was an opportune time it was a suddenly for her that she accepted Jesus I'll never forget the day that she said she was crying like a baby Jesus come into my my heart please forgive me big tears and i was crying with her and kenny or, or what's his name again kenny. kenny oh kenny kenny was crying and he was crying and and so we're just boohooing and the nurses are respecting us and and you know it wasn't until a couple of days later she went on to be with the lord and i said thank you lord she got to hear the heavenly sound And, you know, you guys, many of you got to minister, uh, you know, uh, uh, a lot of you, hallelujah, man. But notice what it says in in Isaiah 61. 61. I want you to see something. Verses 3. Jesus read this according to the book of Luke. But this is a prophecy from Isaiah. The Spirit of God is upon me, Jesus said, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tithing unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, an opening of the the prisons to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, and to comfort all who mourn. Now notice what it says, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes. The oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Notice this. Isn't that amazing? That's where you and I were before. I was a person that had the spirit of heaviness. I was a person that, that had, had, uh, didn't have joy, had mourning. I was a person that had just heaviness on me. How many people know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about? When you were without God, all these things were on you. You were apart from God. If Jesus were to come, you would, you know without a shadow of doubt you would not be with the Lord. You knew that. You knew that. I knew that if Jesus was to come, I would not be. But I was hard headed. I didn't want to serve the Lord. I didn't want to serve the Lord until one day, one day, I gave my life to Jesus. When I gave my life to Jesus, I knew there was a turnaround in my spirit. I knew something happened to me. I knew that I was a different man. I knew it that I knew that some heaviness came off me. So in other words, I know how it feels to be unsaved. I know the the worry and the pain of living in sin and and living in conviction and living in, in worry and knowing that Jesus Christ is coming, but something kept me away from Jesus. There's people like that. There's people like that. Hallelujah, amen. There's people like that. And so we have to realize what you're hearing here are heavenly words coming from the throne of God. And Jesus was the one that declared it. So in other words, if Jesus came, to minister to these kind of people, then why are you here right now? You're here also to minister unto the people. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I want to encourage you. Now, listen to what I'm going to say. I'm going to speak strong to you now. Yes, you're saved. Yes, you're heavenly bound. And yes, you hear heaven's sound. But we must not forget the ones that are going to stay. We must not forget that we have to be a voice to them. See, they can't hear heavenly sounds. You can. So you have to be the sound to them from heaven. You got to speak to them so they can hear what you're saying from heaven. So they can see in you the heavenly work. So in other words, what I want to encourage us today, let's start speaking heavenly sounds to those that don't hear the sounds of heaven. Amen. Let's start doing something that we can and let the Holy Ghost start stirring us up to do something like inviting someone to church to hear heavenly sounds. But you don't stop. You just keep doing your part and allowing God. Now, this. this is so powerful. The more that you show love to others, the more you really love people. Listen to this. I remember when Obama was president and everybody was just bashing him and, and talking bad and talking. And you know, uh, many presidents have come through and many presidents have been liked and disliked. And, and like Trump today, our president Trump, a lot of people don't like him. And, but the thing about this, it, it, we have to do what the word says pray for your leaders. Pray for them so that you may lead a peaceful, quiet life. So for those that didn't like Obama at that time were speaking harsh, Christian folks were speaking ugly. And, and, and I was careful. I didn't want to get into that realm because it was awful. But I started saying, no, I'm going to pray because he's our president. I got to pray for him. And the more I pray for him, the more I had compassion. And I still have compassion for the Obama family. Now I have compassion for the Trump family. I have compassion for all. I have for Pulaski and Schubert and all these. I have compassion for them because, see, you know, you have to pray for them. They need Prayer. Come on, they need to hear heavenly sounds and the more that we talk against, they're not gonna hear heavenly sounds. Come on, church hallelujah, man. I remember my neighbor, my neighbor, oh, he was a mean neighbor, uh, you know, mean neighbor. He would beat on our door when my dog would bark it in the middle of the night. One time my dog got out and he came to our door and knocked three o'clock in the morning like that. My goodness, and I woke up halfway asleep, and, and I just apologized and went to go get the dog and, and I realized, God, that was rude. Now, I told God, God, you definitely changed me, God, because I would have put a fist in his mouth. But God, I got up, went to go get my dog and apologized to him and went back to bed. Now, notice this, God, now, if he took advantage of that from that moment on, he started taking advantage of his attitude toward me, like like I was now submitted to him. But I was showing him the love of Jesus. And one day, I was raking, and he was raking, and I literally saw with my own eyes, he raked all his leaves and put them on my side. And my neighbors across the street were in the front yard watching. And, you know, I said, oh, God, I got two things to do. I could do two things. I can say, you dummy, get these leaves now and start a fight. And just say, you know what, let's just, ah, could you help me? Let, let's get a garbage bag. I went inside the house, got all the garbage bags. 20, 30 something, 30 something garbage bags I picked up. And all my neighbors were watching. Neighbors came across the street and said, you know, you didn't have to do that. He, he's rude. You should have had him pick it up. I said, no, 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 that's fine. They have to all go in the, junk, dunk, the dump yard anyway. Well, what am I doing? shedding the love of god to my neighbor now my neighbor is is an awesome person now we talk we laugh i mean he he doesn't talk much but you know i can see him taking care of our house now our yard he can take care of things you see what i'm saying what's going on what i'm telling you is you've got to do your part even though they can't hear heaven Even though they can't see heaven, you got to do your part. Come on, Tertullo. Amen. So I'm encouraging you. Do like Jesus said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed. Say with me, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. He has anointed me. Now we have to do these things and share the love of Jesus. Can you say amen? So in other words, in many lives today, they're not hearing this sound of heaven. Today, many people are walking in fear. They're walking in fear about what we're going on now. There's a new disease out there attacking the children. Parents are scared about their children. What's going to happen with their children? There's so much sounds out there. They're hearing the wrong sounds. So in other words, today we got to hear the sound of heaven. Now listen, to what I'm going to say, church. So we have to stop hearing the sounds of the earth, which is the complaining, the confusion, the sounds of despair, the sounds of frustration, the sounds of anger. Listen, I'm hearing that. I'm hearing that. But we've got to show them the sound from heaven. Say me, the sound of heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's go to Luke. Are you with me, church? Amen. Hallelujah. So Jesus came to bring a sound from heaven. And now we have to repeat that sound. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Amen. Yes, you're going to be in heaven. But we've got to do something about this. We've got to do our loved ones. Our loved ones may not hear the sound clearly. But you've got to be a sound to them. Hallelujah. Amen. Luke, the fourth chapter. I want you to see something. Thank Jesus for the sound that he came, that he brought to us. In Luke, the fourth chapter. Hallelujah. Luke, the fourth chapter, verses 18. The Bible says this. The spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He hath set me to heal the brokenhearted. To deliver, to bring, uh, to preach deliverance to the captive. Wait a minute, Pastor, we just read this. Well, I'm reading in Luke what Jesus is saying. And to bring deliverance to the captive, recovery sight to the blind. To set them at liberty, them that are bruised. To preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He closed the book. He gave it to the minister. And sat down. And the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And verse 21. I want you to see this now. And he began to say unto them, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your. Where does it say it? Altogether in your. Ears. Say it again. Ears. ears. He didn't say in your eyes. He says what you're hearing. This day, what you're hearing are sound, a sound from heaven coming to you. Now, now notice this. Go with me to verse 22. Now, did he sit down and just become a, a tender of, of the synagogue? Like many Christians, they just come to church and that's all they do. I'm, talking about, I'm not talking about you. I'm just talking about the, the standard Christian and notice, says yes, yes, yes. You can put yourself in that category, because if I can make you think about something, and right I want you to think about something, right now, have you ministered to someone this week about Jesus? That's the question I'm asking you. Did you somehow this week give a sound from heaven to someone at your job? Did you bring a sound to someone? couple days ago did you bring us so we can go on and on did you bring a sound to someone last night about the house of God today you see the reality of this is we're going somewhere and the reality is the ones that stay are gonna say I never heard what if God now I know I'm talking some serious things here but what if God was to ask you why didn't you give them the sound from heaven? That's where the question's at to us. What sound are we bringing to people? Yes, they probably see you go to church. I know, yes, they see me go to church. Yes, they see me dress up on Sunday. Yes, they see me go home. Yes, but what about during the week? Are they really seeing the sound or hearing the sound from you? Amen. So what I'm encourage you every day, Ask the Holy Spirit to use you in a way to bring a sound to someone, even if it's a gesture of love, even if it's a gesture of a smile of what God is doing, even if it's a testimony, even if it's how are you doing, can I pray for you? You know, know, people right now, it's amazing what people need right now. In this time that we're in the social distancing, pausing moment, you know, yes, you're you're finding yourself stronger in God, but now comes the sound that has to be permeated from you to others. Come on, church. Hallelujah. Amen. Notice what it says in verse 22. Are you with me, church? Hallelujah. Say with me, amen. And all bear witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth. And they said, is not this Joseph's son? So in other words, they marveled at the sound that came from Jesus. They marveled. And then they got back in the natural and said, wait a minute, but he's that little boy that we knew. Amen. Now, now, now these are people that were close to Jesus for him to, to, to recognize Jesus. And notice this, isn't it easier for us to minister to those that we don't know, or would it be easier to minister to those that we know? You ask that question. Is it easy for me to minister to someone that I don't know, or is it easier for me to talk to somebody that I do know? If you answer that, then do it. Do it. If you say, you know, it's really easier to minister to somebody that I know, do it. Or well, you know what? They don't know me. So I'll just minister to somebody that doesn't know me. Then just do it. Because, see, there's no other option. Either you know them or you don't know them. What are you going to do? Amen. There's times where, where I can be somewhere and the Holy Spirit will prompt me to do something and I'll do it. But, but the Holy Spirit will only do something to stir you to do something. It could be maybe somebody's reaching for a can of tomato juice and they can't get it and you come and hey, let me get it for you. Well, thank you. Thank you, young man. I sure appreciate it. Oh, boy. I tell you, every my, time my, I my stretch, my back hurts. Oh, you're, does your back hurt? Oh, you're not, you can't be that old. What's going on? Stirring the conversation. Well, I'm 70 something. Oh, say, so you're so young. Oh, come on. You're young. You're, you're, oh, God, you should be saying that. I'm so young. Yeah, you are. You're young. Can I pray for you? Well, yeah, sure. I'll put your hand on her shoulder, their shoulder. What happens? You're demonstrating heaven from a sound from heaven to her. And you just walk away. You know, you probably will never see that person again, but I guarantee you that person felt the fire of the Holy Ghost. And that person from that moment, I'll say, you know, I told her husband or, her, or tell his wife, you know, that hey, young man prayed for me. And that, that pain's gone. Jesus healed me. They get a hunger for Jesus. Amen. Now, notice what it says in verse 23, 31 now. Listen what it says in verse 31. Hallelujah. Amen. Now notice says, uh, the Bible says this. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, picking up in verses, chapter four, did I? Chapter four. Yeah, I turned, I turned. Listen what it says. But verse 30, but he passing through in the midst of them went his way and he came down to Caper, uh, Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath day. Say what I mean, he taught them on the Sabbath day. Yeah. And they were astonished at his doctrine for his words was with power. Sound from heaven now. Now, I want you to see something. Verses 33, saying, let us alone. What have we to do with thee, thou Jesus of Nazareth? Art thou come to destroy us? I know thee, thou art the holy one of God. Verses 35, and Jesus rebuked him, saying, hold thy peace and come out of him. And when, he had, and when the devil had thrown him in the midst, he came out of him and heard him not. Verse 36, and they were all amazed. And spake among themselves, saying, "What a word is this For authority and power He commanded the unclean spirit to come out of him. What did I just read to you? They were so astonished at what he did. What did I see? Gracious words came out of him. Sound from heaven. What did I see here? Words of power came out of Jesus, which was words from heaven. What did I see? He walked with authority and power. Words from heaven. And notice this, let's look at these three words. Gracious words. Are you saying gracious words out of heaven to people? Are they seeing the power from heaven on you? Are they sensing the authority and the anointing of God from heaven on you? Amen. See, I believe, I believe if we do this more, it'll stir us up more. It'll stir us up more. Go ahead and stand up church. It'll stir us up more. It'll stir us, us more. The words of heaven are from heaven. They're, they're heaven words. They're permanent words. They're powerful words. But the, the words of hell are weak. They're powerless. And they don't bring strength to people. People right now, I mean, you listen, listen. Everybody knows there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a corona disease out there. Everybody knows that. Everybody's... Concern. I went to uh, uh, the hardware yesterday, and it's amazing how some were wearing masks and some weren't, and how they have to stand far away, and then they have these plexiglasses now, and, and people are just—you could see it. You could see it. You know. But but I, but I, I know I know that the anointing of God. When an anointed person walks into a, a building or a or or a, like this store, I know that anointing destroys every germ and will not have any person. Be bold to think that way. Be bold to think the anointing of God is upon me. Now notice you're still wearing your mask, you're still wearing your gloves, but you're walking around knowing now the devil you're allowed cast it out of you right now in Jesus' name. Why? Because see, you have a sound from heaven, the sound of heaven. The sound of heaven. Next Sunday, I have no idea what the Holy Ghost is going to do next Sunday. I want to plan, but I know it's best when the Holy Ghost does it. I, I want to, I know we're going to sing songs of Holy Ghost songs, because we're going to sing Holy Ghost songs. Power from the Holy Ghost. We're just going to, we're going to allow, we're going to celebrate the birthday of the Holy Spirit. Come on church, amen. Just like the birthday of Jesus, just like the birthday of your birthday, we're going to celebrate, Amen. We're going to thank God for for giving us the baptism of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost. The Jewish people are going to do it Saturday the day before. That's their Sabbath. But as I said, as Pastor Christine said, something supernatural is going to happen in the heavenly realm. I know it. Something's going to happen because it's not a coincidence that this fell right along the heels of Passover, right around the time of this virus, right around the time of the shut-ins. Something supernatural. Now, notice this. What it may be, I don't know. All I know is I'm walking in faith, believing something great is going to happen. Even if it's individual, individualized, something great is going to happen to all of us. Amen? Amen. Now, what if Jesus comes? Now, don't walk out and say, Pastor said Jesus comes. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying anything can happen. What if Jesus says, God tells Jesus, Jesus Let's just do it suddenly this time and get them home. <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, I'm ready. Are you ready? I know you're ready, but there's a lot of people who ain't ready. So why don't we just start presenting the sound of heaven to people today? somehow, ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, show me how to do, to present the sound to my loved one or to this friend or someone. Father, do it. And God will do it in a a beautiful way for you to give him the glory. You'll not get the glory. No, no, no. Don't say, well, I got somebody. Say, no, 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 no. Give God the glory. Amen. But something supernatural is going to happen. Amen. Father, we thank you for the words from heaven today. We thank you that we're in heavenly places right now because we've entered into your throne room by faith. Jesus, we honor you, sir. And we thank you for giving us the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for giving us the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. Jesus, thank you. And Lord, throughout this week, God, let us here, hearken unto your plan. And let us do, present the sound of heaven to someone that doesn't know you, Jesus. And Father, I just pray that, Lord, you use us in a mighty way. Thank you that you're stirring all of us up, Lord. Thank you that you're stirring every pastor, every evangelist, teacher, every prophet, apostle. You're stirring them up. Thank you, Lord. There's a stirring in the realm of the spirit there's a stirring jesus you're coming jesus you're coming soon jesus you are coming soon oh jesus we love you father and lord we thank you for this message today lord we know it's a sound from heaven jesus oh we love you father we worship you and we honor you lord every eye closed every head bowed mm. If you're watching, if you, if you will be watching, if you don't know Jesus, if you've never made him the Lord of your heart, maybe you know him just by history. Maybe you don't know as a, as a curse word, but I want you to know him personally. If you don't know Jesus, ask Jesus into your heart. It's very simple. Just say, Jesus, come into my heart. Let's say it all together with everybody watching, everybody that needs Jesus. Say, Jesus, come into my heart. I believe who you are, sir. Say it out loud. I believe who you are, sir. You're the son of God. You came to earth. You died on that cross. But the death could not hold you. On that third day, you resurrected. You you ascended. You're with God. And I believe it. I receive it. Please forgive me of all my sins. I'll serve you all the days of my life. And I'll obey you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen. Father, we thank you. Now notice this. That person that did that. See, that's special. That's powerful. You may say, you know, what happened? You did what the Bible said. Call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. That's what you did. Saved from what? From eternal death. You'll live forever with Jesus. But not only will you live forever, but now you'll live peaceful. You'll learn how to live over circumstances. Yes, the problems will be there, but God will give you wisdom to get over those problems. Yes, you'll learn the word. You'll become stronger. You'll know how to pray. You'll know how to laugh in the midst of what other things may have caused pain. You'll laugh now. You'll feel the presence of God. Amen. I want you to get into a good church. I know maybe your social distance, that's why you're watching. Well, till then, watch us every service, every Wednesday and every Sunday until the day comes that you will find a place. Amen. Be part, get your Bible, go buy your Bible, find your Bible or tell somebody to give you a Bible. Amen. And, And worship the Lord. Amen. All of us here, let's just worship the Lord before we go. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you that tomorrow is another beautiful day. Lord, thank you tomorrow's Memorial Day as we, as we just with the general public celebrate and remember the fallen. They gave their lives for many to be free. We pray for many, Lord Jesus, families that will be celebrating tomorrow. And Lord, we know that there's many families that have lost their loved ones through war. I pray, Father, for those that have lost their family, their children recently, Father, young men and women that have died in these past wars. I pray that you strengthen them tomorrow, Lord. And Father, we will always remember the fallen, what they did for us, Lord. A fight that they did for us, for us to live in freedom and for us not to give up freedom and to know that freedom cost, cost the lives of these men and women. So Father, tomorrow we thank you. But today we celebrate you, Jesus. And tomorrow we celebrate you the rest of our lives. And we thank you. In the name of Jesus... And everybody says Amen and Amen Amen. Raise your flags up tomorrow. Get the beautiful faithful flag out. Raise it up. Oh, and, and just pray for those tomorrow. Amen. Uh, I want to encourage you. There's a movie that Sister Teresa just messed me up with called, called "The Chosen." Oh, it, I want you to see it. Download the app called "The Chosen." It's only only seven, eight episodes and there's only one season and they're working on season two and but it literally will change your whole thought about the life of jesus yes jesus was just like you and me but this movie really brings out the fun part of jesus the person that loved children instead of reading, we but it's all biblical i mean everything's biblical and and pastor christine and i saw it we finished it this week and oh my goodness we cried and laughed but it put a love in me to know wow we're going to see Jesus. We're going to see Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Amen. So upload that on your on your phone and watch it. It'll encourage you. And tomorrow I'm watching some war movies, amen. I found a war movie, a World War II. I'm watching it tomorrow, amen. And so we'll see you. God bless you. We love you. Remember, Jesus is Lord. And we'll see you Wednesday. And let's be a sound to people from heaven, amen. Hallelujah, amen. Bye-bye, folks.